0: Hi everybody and welcome to the Football Fan Show. It's Mac here, joined as always by our man, the legend who's always here, Carlos. Pleasure to see you. Hi there, Mac. Lovely to see you. Good to see you too. Wonderful. And look, uh, there's been much said about it, but we were one of the first people to say, in fact, about Ronaldo. Uh, People are saying a lot more about it now, about the situation with Ronaldo. So let's uh, get into the situation. Man United, capitulation! On the weekend, 5 0 at home. One of their biggest ever defeats in, well, in forever. They lost 6 1 against Tottenham, we know about that. But before that, the last time they lost 5 0, something like 1999. Um, look, we, we we could talk all day about Salah, uh, you know, being one of the best players in the world, but we have to look at the actual team that were at home 5 0. Um, we know that Ronaldo had the ball in the back of the net, but he's offside. Um, we knew that he was walking around. Um, and we knew that he's the main man. He's there, always there in the lineup. Uh, we, we could talk about the whole team, but the reality is we need to focus in and home in on Ronaldo, right? Is this guy a liability to the Manchester United that's going to finish second? or third, or fourth. What's your thoughts on this matter?
1: I saw a newspaper article uh, asking exactly the same question. Well, in fact, they weren't really asking the question. They were stating that they believed that he was a liability. Now, all I can say is that the main difference, or, or the only difference, really, between the Man United of last season that finished second And the Man United of this season that lost 5-0 to Liverpool
0: Mm.
1: was the presence of Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, Because Varane was out. Yeah. Sancho, uh, I don't think he got a minute, did he? Or maybe he came on uh, towards the end. I can't remember. No, he didn't even get on. Um, So basically, that's the difference. So we have to start looking at what has changed at Manchester United. Um, We said it early on, even when people were saying, how well he was doing and how he could improve Manu. Mm. We are saying that he hadn't actually made any difference because no. they'd beaten Newcastle in the same way as they'd beaten them last season. They'd beat they'd beaten West Ham in the same way as they'd beaten them last season. Yeah. They're not improving on their results. In fact their results are getting worse this year. Yeah. Well,
0: um, well.
1: now obviously you cannot put it all down to one man. Um And I understand that people would say and they would think, how can you blame the guy who's scoring goals? But I think that what you have to do is uh, weigh up the situation and ask yourself, is um, the fact that uh, Manchester United are playing uh, basically uh, for Ronaldo the same way as most teams that have Ronaldo, in their lineup do Juventus did that last season Real Madrid used to do it Portugal do um, is the fact they're playing for him and um, allowing him to score goals because he has to finish all the attacking moves basically yeah. most of them most of them um, is that counteracting the negative side because when you analyze a situation you have to you have to see the pros and the cons the pros is that Ronaldo's scoring mmm But is he scoring enough goals to compensate the negative effect that his presence has on the Rashford's, the Cavani's, the Greenwood's, the Bruno Fernandes? And also, let's take Cavani, for instance, when he's playing centre-forward. Man United defend, and they defend with 11 men. Mm. Ten outfield players, you have your goalkeeper, but Cavani is going to do a lot of running around and defending. Yeah. Whereas, when you have Ronaldo up front uh, instead of Cavani, you're basically defending with everyone but him. Yeah. And in today's game, can a team afford to do that? What shocked me, we mentioned it, um, talking in private, uh, you and I, uh, during the second half, that they were losing 5-0. And he wasn't even making an effort then. He was showing no pride. No. So, um, you know, obviously I'm not going to say that he's to blame, but I'm saying that he's one or might be one of the problems that needs to be addressed. Um, whether it means... Uh, well, what I, basically what I'm going to say is that you and I said before he arrived that his signing would not improve Manchester United and it would cause problems. Certain problems that would be difficult to resolve.
0: Yeah, and look, we've talked, and I agree with all of that. And look, we've talked about many things within the Man United team, which are a problem, from the top of the manager to the setup to some of the players. But the bottom line is that we stay consistent in our thoughts about Ronaldo. Now, the fun now let let's talk about on the flip side. You know, and I know that there are people out there who will never ever. See Ronaldo as the man who's causing the problem ever today and the last few days I've been with <laughs> um, one of uh, the family members, not you know my wife's family members, and he's a Manchester United supporter, and he is adamant that the issue is not with Ronaldo. The issue was is with everybody else, but Ronaldo. Obviously, he would say he's the greatest footballer in the world. You know, we have that argument as well and all the rest of it. But the bottom line, the people, regardless of the people outside, and, we, you know, the, the voices are starting to grow, obviously, and that's the satisfaction, um, that he is still untouchable. Oh, yeah, you know, at his age, he, do, he shouldn't be running, doesn't need to run. Well, hold on a sec. He's come to this league the English Premier League, where everybody has to run. 5-0, like I said, walking, walking, walking. Pogba got sent off, down to 10 men. Still walking, doesn't put in an effort. The work rate is shocking. The only time I saw him run was when he had that shot-off target near the end of the match. Now, honestly now, is it possible for Manchester United, with Ronaldo always in the team, because he's always quite fit and he's looked after himself, no problem with that, that they're going to finish in the top four or anywhere near it at this stage with the way that Ronaldo's playing.
1: I very much doubt it. I also think that we should remember that until Ronaldo's arrival, Pogba was starting to get into it. Yeah. Looking good. Now, Ronaldo's arrival has forced Solskjaer to chop and change a few positions. Mm. It has required some adjustments in the team. And I don't think all of those adjustments have been good for Manchester United. And Pogba now looks like he's on his way out. He he just doesn't look interested. His performance the other day, brief though it was, was very poor. Mm. Um, What I would say is Man United will not be in the top four. And Mm. what I would add is that... Recently, we've been listening to or reading uh, comments by Bonucci and Chiellini at Juventus saying that Ronaldo's presence at the club um, was detrimental to the side. Mm. They also say that the poor start they had this season was when Ronaldo was still there. And after that, they lost this Sunday uh, against Sassuolo. But that was the first defeat since Ronaldo left. They'd been winning match after match wow. without him. And they said specifically that they were more of a team now. And they also said that Ronaldo was breaking all the dressing room rules. Right. Like what? So what that does to uh, team spirit, I think, has got to be taken into account because it must have a negative effect.
0: Yeah, what kind of dressing room rules Well, is breaking, when like, turn you know up late?
1: Well, not so much that. I'm sure, you know, he is a, a very, an excellent professional. But I suppose when they said that, they're talking about individualism rather than being right. a team player. Yeah. with Not just on the pitch. I'm talking about off the pitch. You know, right. Going by the same rules as everyone else. not try, Not trying to be... Um, different and not having special privileges who who knows what else they mm. meant but you know that could involve a lot of things. I don't want to speculate because they didn't yeah. mention them, mm. but you know we can all guess at what they were getting at yeah um, so, you know, whereas he did make Real Madrid better mm. um, he didn't do that for Juventus. And I don't think he's doing that for Manchester United. And I think that we both saw clearly all the negative effects. I mean, there's no need for us to go through them now because there are videos on the channel mm. um, early on, on in the season where we stated every point that we thought would, um, would be negative for Manchester United because of the arrival of Cristiano Ronaldo. And uh, again, I don't want to say that what's happening is purely down to him. I'm just saying that he's one of the issues that needs to be resolved. Obviously, Solskjaer is being blamed, but yeah. Solskjaer finished second last season with yeah. Manchester United. You were talking about your relative uh, blaming every other player. All of those players finished second last season.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So, what is the main difference? Look at that lineup. What is the difference between that team and last season? Yeah. Just one man.
0: There's one man. Yeah. Look, I'm going to be just straight here. Looking at the people who've been affected by this, okay? Let's be honest. The people, as you said, who got made sure that the team was second. We used to rave about Bruno Fernandes. Look at him now. He's a shadow of the player he was last season. He is not playing with any kind of engine. He seems to be out of sorts. His shots are scarily off target you can't even get a a penalty and even in the back of the it's it's just horrible to see how he's changed in such a short space of time we've talked about Pogba Pogba will look like he's going to stay and he's going to be happy and he said he's probably obviously come to the end of his contract he can sign a new contract in January with whoever he wants to be looks like now that's all gone Looks like he's going to probably get his wish. I don't know if Real Madrid can afford him, because obviously that's where he wants to go. But obviously... The, well, isn't
1: he on a free at the end of the season?
0: Yeah, it's done. Yeah, And he can go in January as well. He could, January, he could sign with the foreign uh, club to go on the free in the summer. Um, <laughs> that's how bad the situation is. They've let the, the contract run out. You know, and that, that's the situation. Jesse Lingard's come back to the club with all kinds of bells and whistles. Uh, we've, we've hardly seen him in play didn't even get a touch uh, he was sitting on the bench and just kind of twiddling his thumbs, watching everything go on he was incredible, he transformed West Ham into a team that's constantly fighting for Europe, and the man we've always been talking about even, uh, Cavani, we followed him very closely last season, scoring goals, coming on, scoring crucial goals coming, playing a full match fighting for the team, holding the ball up, doing everything you want a kind of old school kind of uh, striker to do. Fighting, hustling, work rate high, complete professional. Gets a a few minutes now. Of course, he was, he's been sold uh, this lie in effect that, oh, stay, you're going to be the main man. He wanted to go and you've kept him in Uh, and now obviously he's stayed another, yes, you know, he's come on he tried his little bit, but he can't really influence the game by the time you're bringing him on. And that we could talk another about a lay situation. But these are the people who have been massively affected by the whole situation. And then, obviously, there's the drip job. I know Donny van der Beek, the Holly gets the game anyway. But all the other people around, you know, Rafa has just come back, fine, Greenwood's around. But the, all that front line is all affected by Ronaldo. You know, we this is, this is a terrible situation for Manchester United to be in, right? Yes,
1: I'm sure. Um, If we take Cavani, for instance, he scored 17 goals last season. And don't forget, a lot of the time he was coming on uh, off the bench. Yeah. So, you know, a player like that, if you give him more playing time, um, you should be looking at him getting 20-plus. Yeah. Now, is he going to get to 17 this season like he did last season? No way. Why? Because Ronaldo's in the team. Yeah. So, Ronaldo will score 20-plus, probably, himself. Mm. But you've got to take away what Cavani will not score this season. You probably will need to take away what Greenwood will not score. You've got to take away what Rashford will not score. And you've got to take away what Bruno Fernandes will not score. So, on Mm. balance, what's better, to share out the goals Mm. or to have one man, all the goals being concentrated on one man? Mm. Which also means that the opposition basically knows that they just got to take care of one player mm. rather than be wary of four or five players who can score yeah now you mentioned the bruno fernandes situation i have not seen bruno fernandes play well for portugal mm. when he plays together with cristiano ronaldo interesting so is there something is there an incompatibility between yeah uh, Bruno Fernandes and Cristiano Ronaldo. Hmm. Maybe they just can't play together. It off, it sometimes happens that yeah. players do not blend well enough,
0: yeah. and
1: they don't seem to have blended well for Portugal. So why should they do so for Manchester United?
0: Yeah, it's a it's a difficult one, most definitely, to see uh, that conundrum. So look, let, let let's think about this situation. Let's talk about it in the whole. So we know we know Ronaldo it's having a negative effect on Manchester United. Manchester United are on the same points as Arsenal, who are bottom of the league, <laughs> 14 points. Um, wh- wh- where do you see things happening now? Is it going to be a situation where you think that Ole going to get the sack and then they're just going to just kind of m- muddle their way through the season? Ronaldo's obviously not going to get bent surely even though like we said the voices are talking everybody from the outside can see it well, what do you think happens next to get this get them back kind of fighting and, on, on well on the right track if at all
1: I think this is a similar situation to Barcelonas who uh, sacked the manager they're one step ahead of Manchester United in that sense mm. but the um, the problem is what is actually happening on the pitch it's the squad. Mm. Um, and I don't think in Barcelona's case, in the same way as Manchester United's case, that a, a change of manager will really make that much of a difference. Mm. Uh, because whoever comes in now, if uh, Solskjaer is sacked, will still p- uh, put in his lineup the names that we saw on that team sheet that you just had. Yeah. Um, the Ronaldo situation will not be resolved. So if, if if he is behaving in, uh, in the dressing room in a way that is not conducive to a good atmosphere, I'm just speculating here because that's what happened at Juventus. But I dare say that if it happened at Juventus, mm. his attitude will be similar um, at Manchester United. And if, as has happened throughout his career, every single attack or, well, let me not exaggerate. Most attacks have to be finished by him. Mm. Then y- you won't really achieve much by having a new manager. Mm. Also, his attitude. The other day, the other day, um, Solskjaer was giving instructions, moving his arms. I don't know if you saw the video. Yeah, I saw it. And Ronaldo was basically laughing at. Solskjaer by imitating him. Yeah, mocking uh, him. he's mocking him. Yeah, he was mocking him. Now, is that the kind of player you want in your team? Mm. You know, we always say that he's he's the um, perfect professional, and and you know he. I see. I I have never actually believed that he plays for the team and wants the team to win. I think for him, the team is a vehicle for his own glory. Of course. If the team wins, then he's going to get his Ballon d'Or or or he's going to be top scorer. He's going to improve his statistics. Because basically, when people talk about Ronaldo's greatness,
0: Mm.
1: it's not about how he plays. It's always about statistics, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So he has to boost those statistics. And he's doing so. And has been doing so. Mm. So, um... I, I am not really sure that a change of manager. I mean, you know, perhaps a, a manager can sort out a few things, but there are big issues which will remain untouched unless the incoming manager has a very, very strong character.
0: Yeah. Uh, and look, you've said it. Ronaldo thinks he's bigger than the club. And that's very much the case, unfortunately that football has gone, where players are much more in control of pushing out manager than they used to be. I mean, the days of Salix Ferguson and Wenger, that was virtually impossible. Now it seems very possible um, for the players to get in the ear of the hierarchy and get them out. And that, and unfortunately, like you said, that's more than likely to happen. But it won't make a difference. It's the same players, right? <laughs> and the same guy at the, at the helm, Mr. Ronaldo, uh, and he won't play any other way. For, it doesn't matter who's the manager.
1: No, well, he, he, against Everton, when he was left on the bench, hmm. apparently at the end of the game, Ronaldo made it perfectly clear to Solskjaer that he would not tolerate that. He would not tolerate starting the game on the bench. He told him wow. he has to start.
0: Wow. He actually said that to him directly
1: well apparently i don't know in what words but he made it clear
0: yeah.
1: what i didn't understand was the media <sighs> blaming Solskjaer for not winning that match saying that he had left ronaldo on the bench yeah. but while ronaldo was on the bench united were leading yeah and when ronaldo came on everton equalized and then had a goal disallowed in the final minutes So how can you blame Solskjaer for leaving Ronaldo on the bench when, while he was on the bench, United were ahead?
0: It's crazy, isn't it? But like we said, he's untouchable. He'll never get the blame. He'll never, ever, 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 in the eyes of the Manchester United supporters, be the person who's got anything wrong with him. His presence alone is enough for them, and they're happy with that, because obviously of all the things he's done. You know, a lot of people think of him... As a, the greatest player, but that uh, they they focus on the goals. They don't focus on the whole overall work People like us, the fans outside who don't support Magic United, actually look at the situation. See, actually, there's much more to much more layers to being a footballer. Right, goals people, is just one people part. People, I think, who
1: defend him staunchly are being very. Uh, superficial i think because basically what they're doing is they're just looking at the number of goals yeah so exactly. they, they they say to themselves someone who scores 30 goals has got to be good for the team mm. but as we said before weigh up the pros and the cons what needs to happen for that player to reach 30 goals yeah what needs to happen is he actually causing other players to score less. And then you add up all the goals that other players are not scoring and maybe the balance is negative. Mm -hmm. And and then you've got to also ask yourself what happens when Manchester United do not have the ball.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: Because there are two phases in football. That's the uh, attacking phase and the defensive phase. Yeah, And I mean, some coaches will, would say that there's also the transitions would also include be included as phases. They would say there are four phases. But, but basically, let's simplify things and say there are two phases. Um, you're not going to have the ball for 100 percent of the time. Generally, unless you're a team that's totally dominant, like Manchester City, that has the ball 70 percent of the time, you're going to be defending about 50 percent of the time, Yeah, 40 percent of the time. That's a long time for you to be without the ball, and yeah. if you if you do not prepare defensively, if all of your uh, all of the pieces, all of the cogs in the uh, machinery do not um, do their bit, then you're going to suffer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna revisit this, I'm sure, as the season progresses. But at the moment, 14 points. Uh, for Manchester United. Same, as I said, as Arsenal, who were bottom of the league. And we've got some interesting games coming up. Tottenham for Manchester United. Atalanta, who they somehow miraculously beat after being 2-0 down. We've talked about that, but uh, I don't know how they did it uh, to finish 3-2. But obviously, they've got another leg to go. Uh, very crucial games, uh, for mainly for Ole, not Ronaldo. Uh, but we... <laughs> We will revisit the Ronaldo situation. And as people keep talking, um, I'll be interested to see how he reacts to it. Any final thoughts, Carlos?
1: Well, the Atalanta result papered over the cracks because the the reality is that Atalanta could have won that. They were 2-0 up at halftime. They had a chance to make it, I think it was 3-1. But, again, you know, people talking about De Gea's fantastic save. Mm. It was shot straight at him. <laughs> he didn't have to move. In order for that to have been a goal, he would have had to get out of the way. <laughs> like but, it. you know, uh, some people, are, I was reading this morning about De Gea being the only uh, player to, to, to be uh, performing up to scratch. I mean, against Villarreal. In the champions league he conceded a ridiculous goal um in other matches you see sometimes you see you you don't have to look at the and now i digress because we were talking about the ronaldo situation but um you don't have to see the goalkeeper fumble for it to be a goalkeeping mistake how many times do united concede goals or goal scoring chances with a ball flashing across the six yard box yeah now, the six-yard box is an area that should be dominated by the goalkeeper. And he's not doing that. And when a goalkeeper doesn't do that, the defenders are unsure of themselves, of their goalkeeper, and of the general situation. So what happens? They start making mistakes. Mm. They, they're being pulled into positions they shouldn't be in. Yeah. And that is another reason why Manchester United's defence looks worse than it really is.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's a good point. Very good. There's, um, yes, have a, an interesting character. To be fair, though, as well, Maguire's a shocker, isn't he? But we oh, we digressing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <yeah>, that. <laughs> oh dear! But listen, let's go back to Ronaldo. So, look, Ronaldo, uh, um, for for many people, a hero. For others, a pariah. Someone who um, is a man who is. Absolutely shocking and defending. Absolutely shocking. Walking around, doesn't play for the team, an individual. Frothers is a hero, scores goals. He, uh, you know, it shows uh, absolute heroics at times, scoring last minute goals. So, look, he's a Marmite person. He's a person you love or you hate. And uh, we can only go on what we see on, in front of us. Man United, Manchester United are on 14 points, and they are not third or second, or first, or even fourth. They're seventh. Um, they've lost several games on the bounce, uh, and they've got two interesting games ahead. So we'll see what happens, and we'll, we'll come back. We'll revisit it, but we'd love to hear your thoughts on the matter. Ronaldo, the anomaly, the person who is apparently a legend, will find out what happens. So let, let us know your thoughts on the matter. Do you think Ronaldo is incredible, doing everything he can to help Manchester United win their games. I wouldn't say win the league because I know that let's win a game first. <laughs> you win the league, um, or is he a person who we've we've made crystal clear is not working for the team? His work rate is shocking. He is only interested in scoring goals. He'll only move his legs when he's t- the ball's in the six-yard box and he's ready to score any goals. Um, let us know your thoughts on the matter. Any, any can, thoughts? Can I, yes, thoughts? I'd
1: just like to add that what we're saying does not take away from the fact that. He's a great finisher. Yeah, He's a great goal scorer. Yeah. We know that. No one can argue against that, obviously.
0: No. Uh,
1: he's, he's an incredible header of the ball. The goal against Atalanta, the yeah. winner, was fabulous. He scored two against, um, was it the Republic of Ireland? Yeah. For Portugal. Incredible headers. Fantastic. Mm. Now, you know, we're not questioning that. All we're saying is that if Ronaldo was more of a team player, then of course he would be. An enormous plus to the team. Mm. But the fact that he is just thinking of himself or seems to be thinking of himself mm. does not add to the team as much as he could do if he was prepared to, you know, uh, pull his sleeves up and uh, and do some hard work and also to uh, share out the goals. Yes. And and then he could be the player that clinches matches time after time uh, because Manchester United would be playing differently, but you would have a fantastic goal scorer. But the fact that he's thinking more about himself doesn't allow him to provide for Manchester United. He just wants to provide for Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah.
0: No, 100% agree. And I think that's a good place to stop. So, look, thank you so much, guys. Appreciate your thoughts on the matter. And, uh, look, we'd love to hear your thoughts. About. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Let us know your thoughts. And uh, we're going to revisit Ronaldo over and over again. We're only a few games in. It's a long season. Doesn't finish till next year, May. So, uh, join us in the journey. Uh, but, yes, don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you for watching the Football Fan Show. And we'll see you next time.